Welcome to 222 Paranormal Podcast. And this week, we are coming to you from prison. We're in prison. We're in prison. Send bail money. <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. We're at Paris Icon 2021. Finally, <sighs> out to a convention. Feels so good. Finally get to reconnect with our family. I, I know. Our friends and family in the yes. paranormal, like Matt Sly, who we have on the air with us right now. Hello, how are you? Hi, Matt. <laughs> We have 111 Paranormal and 222 Paranormal. That's right. We just need the threes now, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on. So good to see you guys. I know you were here last time? Yes. The last time the convention was on, mm-hmm. we can't even remember how long ago it was. A year and a half? year? Two years? This whole year just been a complete <gasps> fog, hasn't it? Yeah. It has. Yeah. Now, during the pandemic, did you do any investigating, or was it completely shut down because of COVID? Completely shut yeah. down. Uh, my wife, she's type one diabetic, so we had to be extremely careful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want her. I didn't want to lose her to the other side just yet. So right. we decided to, you know, just kind of cease operations for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just been a really challenging year for everybody, you know, and and especially people who, you know, do 20, 30 conventions a year. Mm-hmm. That's their livelihood. Exactly. It is. And, you know, it's just it's just been so odd. And my question to you is, do you think people not ghost hunting increases or decreases the spiritual activity? I think it would increase it only because the energy. You know, every time you ghost hunt at a place, I think you, you add energy. Mm-hmm. You're also taking energy. And I think a lot of the sites probably have to recharge themselves naturally, either from, like, local graveyards or just artifacts i mean right. i think the more you pick over things the weaker things get that's my opinion i'm okay. sure you're gonna get some emails saying that's not right <laughs> that's my opinion people right, and i'm entitled right. to it yeah, but, but that's that's what i feel anyway yeah i always wonder because like the spirits need energy but then you know when something's like say place like this where they investigate every weekend mm-hmm. m- many night you know it's like does that drain it or does it ramp it up and also too what other people bringing with them yeah 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 didn't think about that and then they a couple of years ago they brought the electric chair in here mm-hmm. and the person that was running the um, facility said there was some different energy altogether because yeah. it wasn't part of the original mansfield they brought it from another place so yeah you got that energy now you're adding that to this and mm-hmm. yeah i found out that they didn't they didn't actually do any executions in this in this prison they're all sent down to columbus i was shocked when i heard about that I was yeah too. you're shocked <laughs> Oh, man, you fit right in the show. You and Joe are like bookends. Well, we are, sit- we are sitting at opposite ends yeah. of the table. Damn you, Matt Sly. Ba-da-bum. Drum roll. Yeah. But no, like, you know, it's, it's just been a crazy year. And I just wondered, you know, like, have people been reaching out to paranormal groups more because, you know, everybody's being home and the energy and does that draw spirits well, in? Or I think if people, I think people being at this, it's a good point because people that are home, because everybody works, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're home and you notice things during the day at your house that you probably would never notice. Yeah. Right. Um, where we live, my wife's home, she'll hear footsteps upstairs. Hmm. I'm not home. Yeah. The cats don't have heavy footsteps, <laughs> so what is it? Uh, you could say, well, it's the house settling, but, you know... It's but not you're, rhythmic. You're used to that sound, too. Exactly. Right. You know when your house creaks and groans. So, you know, mm-hmm. she's hearing footsteps above. Well, So I think people are noticing it a little bit more. And I think there's more of a... They're watching TV a little bit more. I think they're open... The minds are starting to open up a little bit that... They're, we're not alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. I've become a... You know, investigating this place with my group, 111 Paranormal. It's 
made a believer out of me because I was a skeptic. Yeah. But when I see a when I see a metal fence start to shake, mm-hmm. I can't explain that. And then when you tell people, they say, "Oh, they probably rig it. It's like a, it's like <laughs> a fun house." I'm like, "Well, no. no. <laughs> we de- we debunk things. Yeah, that's what yeah. we do. If and we can't debunk it, what is it? That's right. the thing. You're such a seasoned investigator that you know stuff like that, and you right. know the places that, yeah, there may be something like that going on. But here, they don't need to. They don't because it's so active. To here. your point, it's, it's it's charged whether it's normal here because mm-hmm. of what this place was, what this place represents, or is it what you're bringing with you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, especially, you know, when you come into a convention that's in a haunted location, it's a total different type of energy because you have so many people here. Like yesterday, there was over a thousand people here. And the spirits have to draw that energy from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you got people that are excited and happy and like curious and you know, they're able to wander through each of the cells and just, you never know. Like, we feel you can get just as much activity during the day as is if you were here at night. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's uh, timing. I think it just, it is what it is. It's it's here. It's yeah. either residual or intelligent. I mean, real quick, I've had, we were in the uh, visitor center, you know, where you, mm-hmm. people were able to visit the mm-hmm. prisoners. Yeah. And there's a door, just a regular door. And we approached it, and you heard creak, 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 boom, slammed right in our face. Wow. We all, of course, we all screamed because, yeah. we, and then we all laughed. That's <laughs> uh-huh. like, what we do. But then we said, "Well, what caused it? What caused it? Well, there was no wind, there was no breeze, there mm-hmm. was no, you know." So I, every time we hear a, see a slamming door, I get really kind of freaked out a little bit. <laughs> and and you got to think about too the type of spirits that this place has. Yeah. I mean, they're not the warm and fuzzy type, but no, we do get, we do get kids because this was that's a reform school at one time right. and we do have okay. pictures of little kids see that's what i was wondering because i had another person come through here and they said that they saw a vision of a kid up in the cells i'm like that doesn't make sense yeah it was a reform it was uh before it became a prison it was a reform school okay. for kids you know that the way we're to get them on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. and then it became a prison so you've got that plus you've got the, the there's tragedy with the warren's wife mm-hmm. yeah and the family there and uh so it just compounds itself and i think even the architecture, yeah. Even sure. the stones, <laughs> the building materials, all hold a type of mm-hmm. energy yeah. that you can't uh, and explain. This the land that it was built on was Native American land at one time, yep. and that's always a charge because they're so into the land, and, right? You know, and then just to add on it, this was a Civil War camp as well. Yeah, they trained they trained <laughs> the soldiers here. Yeah, there they? were very, See, more than, yeah. very young children in the Civil War. There were mm-hmm. boys as young as nine years old. Who lied about their age to go and fight the war? Mm-hmm. So that it's very possible that those type of energies linger here. Maybe the spirits are drawn here because there's other spirits here. They could be out somewhere else mm-hmm. and just not know where to go or where to latch plus, onto. Plus, you plus you have a, a graveyard, the prison graveyard here, where a lot of unclaimed bodies. Mm-hmm. You were just buried with your number. Yeah. yeah. So you've got you've got that land. You talk about land that's mm-hmm. heavily charged. I mean, picture yourself. You're not claimed. You're yeah. not buried with your name. You're buried with yeah. two, five, seven, nine, eight. Yeah. Where are you gonna go? Yeah, right. I'm getting the chills even thinking about it. Look at <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> He's got it's goosebumps. Not the, it's not the air conditioning, folks. No. <laughs> no. But there has been a lot of like energy back here, right next to me, and like it's gotten super cold, and it just felt like somebody's standing right next to me. We're in the rotunda, I guess you would call this the ballroom. The ballroom, call. and 
I think, didn't they intake the prisoners through here? That They would come in and get um, signed in in this area here. And they have weddings and receptions and conferences, you know, outside of the paranormal. For my wife's 50th birthday party coming up, we're going to rent this place out. Oh, cool. And we're going to have a nice uh, buffet dinner here. And um, it was her idea. (laughs) And and then we're going to have a ghost hunt afterward. That's incredible. what a way to spend your 50th. That's right. That's right. I'm a couple years uh, away from 50. so. <laughs> but I want to thank you for having me on. I just want to talk about 111 Paranormal. Yeah, we're a local. I also want to talk about you. Yes. Oh, well. Tell yep. us all about you. Tell us all about me. <laughs> well, it started when I was a child. Yes. Um, I actually did not believe. I was not a believer. Really? Okay. And it all started when we lived in Olmstead Township, which is a suburb of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And um, you know those shadow figures you, you mm-hmm. see? Well, I saw this huge one. I didn't know what it was, but I told, told my wife, hey, something just ran past me down the hallway. So she took a camera out. These pictures are on our website, by the way, which I'll tell you. It is www.111paranormal.com. She took three pictures. Two of them were clear, and one was this big black mass. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, we lived in a split. Okay. And there was knocking outside on the top floor of the wall, outside. The doorbell would ring. Yeah. Um, we'd hear music, like old-time carnival music. Okay. Weird stuff like that. And that's how we really... We've been in um, existence for 11 years now. Okay. 111. 111. Um, nice. Yeah. And, and we uh, did start recording at 111. Ooh. Amazing. Look at that. <laughs> we play that on the lottery. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> uh, 111 box. Um, <laughs> so we... Um, it just started from there. So my wife, Laura, she got a group together. Um, I'm one of the founding members, and basically we investigate Mansfield a lot. We've done Waverly. We've done uh, Madison Seminary, Fairfield. Um, there's a bucket list of places we want to investigate. Sometimes we do houses if we know the people because, yeah. you know, there's some people out there you really don't mm-hmm. want to go to their houses. Um, no offense to you listeners because you guys are great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. Um, Except for Tom. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> but uh, I can't see Tom. But hello, Tom. Uh, so that's wh- that's how it began, and uh, so we were based in um, Lorain County, which is right down the road from Toledo, pretty right, much. Yeah. And um, so that's that's basically what we do. We have our website, and uh, we're gonna ha- probably have a radio show probably in the next uh, six months or so. I'm pitching. I work in radio mm-hmm. part time. You can probably tell by the dulcet tones of the voice. Yes. <laughs> sexy Smooth. Voice. Sexy. Smooth. Smooth. Two, two, two. Paranormal podcast. Hey. Yeah. We love it. But uh, no, it's, so fa- it's fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. And, yeah, um, and yeah, what 11 Paranormal. Check us out, folks. Um, if you have any questions. Great people. Great people. Thank yeah. you so much. And you guys do a fantastic job on your podcast. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. It's good. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. All right. We're and in it, great company. And give yes. the website one more time. If anybody's having issues in that area, in the Lorraine area, please check out 111 Paranormal, and they can help you out. 111paranormal.com. Thank you so much. Oh, and the email address is inquiry. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Inquiry. inquiry. Beginning with an I at 111paranormal.com. And we're on Facebook, too, at 111paranormal.oh. Yes. Get a hold of them if you need some help. We are ready to believe you. Yes. (laughs) Well, thanks a lot, Matt Sly. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. That was. Matt Sly. Matt Sly. Matt Sly in the morning. We just like saying that name. Sometimes at night. (laughs) Matt Sly at night. This is Matt. Sly all the time. Matt Sly at night, folks. You're up and early all night long. Soft jazz with Matt Sly. (laughs)
Jazz, <laughs> jazz hands. <laughs> no. We, we kid, we kid. I love 111 Paranormal. Yeah, they are so group. cool. Yeah. I met, well, we met them, I should say, about four years ago. And ever since then, they've been friends. So it was great catching up with those uh, that team. You know, they were downstairs, we were upstairs, and um, you know, it would be nice to have our tables next to each other. So it'd be one 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 and two two two. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, that's great. They do great things, and they have really cool equipment, and um, really enjoy that. Now, Joe, you ran into Sarah from one one one. Yeah. Tell us about that. I'm walking through, and there's a girl walking through with a little doll that walks, and she was with you know, looks like the girl from The Exorcist, mm-hmm. and. She stops and looks at me, and I'm like, eh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking, okay, what do I do? And uh, <laughs> it was scared. She's like, don't you recognize me? I'm like, how can I recognize you? You're in makeup. You're in total makeup. She's got her face like half melted off her head, and she's got this little doll, and it walks, um, and it was walking away from her. I'm like, run away, run away. <laughs> and it was Sarah from 111 Paranormal. And I'm like, Sarah, you did a great job because we didn't recognize her. I didn't recognize her at all. (laughs) No, it was really cool. They're, um, you know, always doing uh, good stuff in their investigations. So So speaking about good stuff, Mm -hmm. good stuff after the interview, we had some stuff happening to us. Now, I forget the name of the TV crew that was there, but they're from Detroit. Yeah. And we thought we were going to have an interview with them. Mm Mm-hmm. So we go over there and we're like, I'm standing by their stuff and I don't see any cameras set up or I'm thinking, okay, what's going on? Maybe they're just like, talking. And they're like, are you ready for the investigation? And we're like, what? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> we're always ready for an investigation. So down in the bullpen where 111 was and then the TV crew was, there's a door for solitaire. And not solitaire where you play solitary. on the computer. Solitary <laughs> confinement. And... I'm like, okay, so we're going in there, and then we go down these steps into the sub-basement. I didn't know they had a sub-basement. I didn't either. It was so creepy. And oh, my God. it was long, just as long as the hallway for solitary mm-hmm. or solitary, yeah. So we're walking through these, like, little tiny rooms in the dark, and it's room after room after room. And we got to the last one, and they had their camera stuff set up down there, and we did an interview there. And... I wasn't prepared for it, so I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. So I just did my normal thing, and I should have, I, now I, after we did it, I, I should have been like, show yourselves, but, you know. <laughs> That's not our style. We're not yeah. big provokers. Um, but something weird happened. So Joe and I were walking through one of the rooms trying to get back to the place where we're going to do this mini-investigation interview, and... Um, you were probably, how far behind me? Like maybe 10 feet? Yeah, probably 10 or 20 About feet. About 10 feet. And it was pitch- It was almost like you were just walking into one room and I was just coming in. Because they were real small rooms. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they're small rooms. Maybe because of the walls holding up the building or yeah, something. Yeah, who knows. But <clears throat> I was good 10, 15 feet behind you. And something poked me in my arm. And it wasn't just like I, you know how like maybe your hair brushes your arm or something. It was a hard poke. And I turned around and I said, what's a poke me for? <laughs> He's like 10 feet behind me. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, something <laughs> just poked me. I was, I was like shocked because, you know, it just never had anything like hit me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go down and we're in this room and they have, um, you know, like night vision cameras and a, a monitor and um, the girl from... Uh, 
the um, media was there and she was kind of like she was in a way a little bit provoking she yeah. was being pretty rough with the like the um spirit so she had spirit box going and it's you know as soon as we started talking and like just we were like hey we're just here we're just trying to communicate you know we we're just being like really nice and respectful to the mm-hmm. to the prisoners and just you know feeling bad for some of them and um, because you know you never you know in those days you could just been wrongly accused oh yeah and, and thrown in there or plus they've been very young and not you know and thrown in with criminals and does so it say plus you know the like greg said on the interview a couple of weeks ago about the prison that wasn't really a maximum security prison at first right so just you could be drunk driving get put in there and then all of a sudden when columbus burnt down they brought the bad guys in yeah and we'll talk about the room that they put those guys in too so you know we were getting just like kind of direct answers mm-hmm. on the spirit box i was like what's your name you know what year were you born when's your birthday what's your favorite food who do you want to send a message to um do you you know just were you guilty or not guilty those kind of questions mm-hmm. and you know we were getting some really and at one point the Something came over and spoke a entire sentence. Yeah. But I can't remember what it was because it's like. I Yeah. And that spirit box to see, I have to get used to spirit boxes mm-hmm. because it's hard for me to understand what they say. Yeah. And that spirit box, I, I it took me a little bit to figure out what the words were saying. But it was a complete sentence mm-hmm. and it was the same voice and it we. I'd like to watch that video. Of course, I don't want to see the video because it looked 485,000 pounds on it. But um, I was I, wearing a T-shirt, so I was kind of like standing at 45 degrees to the camera. <laughs> we were both trying to, to, I was trying to hide the belly. <laughs> and we were trying to look skinny, but it just wasn't working, right? We just have to face the facts. Yeah. We're, we're chubby and we know it. <laughs> um, but, you know, that would have been a very, very interesting place to be doing the Estes method. Yeah. I was like, oh, gosh, we just had our equipment. I mean, we had it with us, but we didn't know. We thought it was like an interview about our podcast. That's what not, I thought. Because I asked them. an investigation. Yeah, I thought that because I asked them to be on our show. And we were so busy, we couldn't. But, yeah, I thought it was. And then they're like, you're ready for the investigation? We're like, huh? I didn't even know they had a sub-sub basement. The basement was under solitary, right? Yeah. So, like, who knows what went on there? You know, yeah, you never know. You don't know. Oh, spooky. No, it just it had a very creepy, creepy vibe. It was pitch mm-hmm. dark in there, too. There was like no windows, it yeah. was solid. And did you notice the stairway that she was sitting on was fake or, or it was real at one time, but it only went to the ceiling and that was it? Yeah, I was like, and it was metal. Yeah, I thought it was wood because it was like, walk down those steps so we yeah. can hear you, but it was metal. So at, at, during the time where the spirits might have been there, that was probably connected. Mm-hmm. It probably... Well, it probably went to solitaire. It probably went to the back of solitaire. Oh, yeah. yeah because yeah. we were in the last room because mm-hmm. we went all the way down the hallway into the little rooms. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, that was kind of cool. It was very cool. So I'm going to have to, if we ever get back there, that's one place I think I'm going to have to. And when I came home and I was driving home, my back was like burning, burning. I had two giant scratches on my back. And I'm like, there's no way, like my arm does not twist that way to (laughs) scratch myself. So I had these two giant scratches and they're almost gone now. Okay. But they were like, like half inch thick 
and like probably one was about six inches and the other one was like two inches. Hmm. I was like, Oof, that's scary. Yeah. You're getting scratched at the prison. <laughs> but I, I was thinking when we were down there doing the, inter- the thing, I was like, well, I'm going to step over here away from you guys to see if this gets more activity because maybe they're intimidated by a male figure being mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So I was like, you girls do it. And I don't know if it changed or not. Well, it kind of did because remember I said, well, tell me your name. And the one came over and it said George and the other name that came across. Oh, what was the other name that came across? Can't remember. Okay. Dang it. My memory's bad. <laughs> but but uh-huh. another place that we got to go to and investigate, um, there are two more places, but we went all the way upstairs. Now, we went from the all the way underneath the building <laughs> to all the way upstairs, which was probably 60 feet up. Oh <laughs> you know? We went upstairs, this stairway, we then this stairway. We climbed a lot then. of stairs this weekend. <laughs> and uh, now that was during the tour, and we got to investigate during the tour a little bit. But that room up there was kind of cool because that is where when Columbus jail burnt down, they took all the people and they were maximum security and they took them into that room, which is the attic. Now, there's air conditioning units up there now, but there wasn't at the time. And that was very interesting because on the walls, you could see numbers. And I don't understand. Okay. The way he described it was you could see where the walls were, mm-hmm. but yet the, he said there were no walls. So I don't know what. It might it was have been like, like partitions. partitions. Yeah. But he, the guide basically said that the, this big giant room, which is the length of the prison cell block, mm-hmm. is all open and they just put the prisoners up there and locked the door. Yeah. No light, no heat. No, uh, yeah, for yeah, seven months. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, Those is he, were up there. we were up there, and he's like, okay, everybody turn off your phones, and he yelled at the guy at the other end to shut the lights off, and it's like being in a cave. It's pitch black. It was. I mean, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was interesting. It was like, mm, maybe we're going to see something, <laughs> but that's the room that I was in with <clears throat> in 2009 with Aaron uh-huh. Goodwin, and chip coffee and they were doing a session up there because paid for this like ghost hunt thing and chip was communicating with some spares it was very intense women were fainting people were fainting i had this i told you guys this story this lady fainted on me and i caught her and she was very large (laughs) and um i uh you know she basically just fell into me and i kind of just laid her down and it's cement dirty cement floor right like but there were people like you know all kinds of weird stuff was happening Um, chip was like i have to get out of here i have to get out of here you know because it was just it was so intense there were shadow figures it was crazy Mm -hmm. it was crazy in there and that was what almost 11 12 years ago yeah so it's right off the chapel too yeah, isn't that interesting? Like yeah. opposite of the chapel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chapel was creepy too. Yeah. They say stuff happens in there too. Yeah, they have seen um, people sitting in the benches mm-hmm. and shadow figures. But that's the weird thing about Ohio State University. Ohio State Reformatory is the different things that people see. Shadow figures, all that. Now, do you remember 
they did mention that the new thing that they're seeing now is a shadow figure that walks on all fours. Yes. And there was a another person I talked to said that they didn't did an investigation there and they didn't know about this, but they said that they saw dogs. Remember the spiritual dogs? Yes. And they were like, why would there be dogs in here? And who knows? Well, the guards could have had dogs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like guard dogs. The hounds of hell. The hounds of hell. But they. But shadow figures could, you know. Take any to, form. Yeah. But that's just so bizarre that the newest thing now is that they're seeing one that looks like it's a. And I think people are bringing something in. Or kind of. Well, yeah. Something. I mean, think about how many people go there. Yeah. Thousands of them. I mean, there was 2,000 people there this weekend. I know. It was great. It was amazing. But shadow figures they see people in cells they see now in different positions not just standing there they see them sitting on the floors they see them like walking toward the showers like you know just all kinds of weird things that go on there and but the newest things though is the shadow figures and shadow figures on the ceilings mm-hmm. smells like the, you know the one um, area people smell roses Cigarettes, cigars, and and then um, one thing Joe and I didn't mention, but we um, went into that I'd never been in. This is kind of a new display, as they have the um, old Sparky. Oh yeah, it the was old, there last time we were there. Oh okay, yeah, I, I remember just that. Didn't see it. Um, the electric chair mm-hmm. is there. So three hundred and fifteen people lost their lives in this chair. I felt really sad in that room. It just yeah. like. I don't know. I was like, just standing there. It just made me really, really sad. It's just, weird because I was... And I wasn't sad that night. It just yeah. made me sad. I was standing there looking at the chair, thinking about that, how that people, that many people really died in that chair. Now, it wasn't at Ohio State Reformatory. It was over in Columbus. But still, it's like, you know... You, you, and it's a wooden chair. So, you know, well, yeah. that all that energy is going to mm-hmm. absorb into that chair. Oh, yeah. But they have all types of activity in that room, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, people get very emotional in that room. They well, can't yeah. stay in there very long. So, you know, Dave Schrader was, was crying. <laughs> <laughs> was that one, was that the chair that, no, no, I take that back. The one that was here in Toledo was a replica of that chair. Yes. Okay. Yep. But we still got activity off of it, mm-hmm. which is very. It's weird because it, it never, nobody ever died in it. And. Didn't they say that that original chair was in a warehouse somewhere and somebody discovered it? Yeah. Can you imagine, um, like, buying a storage unit, opening it up, and there's an yeah. electric chair in there? Yeah, they went looking for it, and they found it was in a base storage facility in Columbus. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> it would be like finding the Holy Grail, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but no, great times. Um, you know, really awesome to to talk to one 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 paranormal, and uh, hope we can catch up with the rest of them pretty soon. Oh, we will. Yeah. So we had a chance after you know to walk around by ourselves finally, and it's just so cool to walk around a place like that and get basically free reign to go wherever you want. Yeah, and amazing. But I remember in our tour on Friday night we were in solitary and uh, the tour guide was actually giving us a story about what happened to him. And it was so funny. He was by himself and his daughter in solitaire. Was it? Yeah. Right outside of the solitaire. Okay. And so they were sitting there talking and the solitary door 
opened and banged against the wall. And he said he freaked out so much that he ran out of the room and his daughter stood there by it. And she didn't get scared and he did. He left his 15-year-old daughter standing there by herself. He (laughs) ran. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. So while we were there, he actually said, this isn't paranormal. (laughs) He said, he showed us, he he opened the door or closed the door, sorry, and then stepped away and it opened so slow because the way the wall is. Oh, okay. And the door, it's not paranormal at all. It's just the door swings open by itself and hits the wall. And when it did, it wasn't that loud. I mean, it was loud, but he said it was a thousand times louder because he was alone in the prison. (laughs) And it was funny because right behind our booth, if you guys take a look at the pictures that we posted, there's this giant door. Mm -hmm. And I'm not kidding. How much do you think that door weighs, Joe? About 2,000 pounds. About 2,000. It's so... Freaking have it's like solid steel yeah. door, and I was trying to open it, and it was probably ten foot tall. Yeah, so I opened the door and I peeked in there, and I'm looking around, looking around, and all of a sudden I see, I see something staring at me. I went, ah, and I got so scary, farted. <laughs> <laughs> it was a prop of a werewolf, yeah. but it was very realistic looking, yeah. and it scared me. So they much. have it. I jumped and I screamed and I farted. <laughs> They have a haunted house that they do there, and that hallway is Uh permanently set up as like an old farmhouse. Yeah. And the werewolf is sticking its head through the window. Oh, my God. It scared the the (laughs) Jesus out of me for sure. I showed a little kid that. I said, you want to see something scary? And, of course, he brought his mom, brought his dad, brought his sister, (laughs) and they all were looking through the door. And I'm thinking... Oh, crap. We're not supposed to be going in there, but who cares? You yeah, know? it was fine. I was watching them, so they didn't go in the room itself. They yeah. just peeked in the door. Yeah. But no, yeah, that was <laughs> just... <laughs> and then I laughed at myself, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but know. we did get a chance to walk around the prison, and it was tough because you couldn't really do EVPs that because there were people in yeah. there and stuff. But I always... and I. I always say this, but I always think about how it was like when it was open. And I know you guys probably heard, yeah, Joe said it again, but that's how I feel when I'm in those places. And I look at the cells and I look at how they're set up and I'm, I, in my mind, I'm picturing them with people in them. Mm-hmm. And how did they fit that people in there? Like, I know the one cell block is set up and it holds, what they say, 450 or something like that. And when they designed it, they figured out that they could make the cells a little smaller and shorter and made it one more tier high and made all the cells smaller. And there's over 600 cells in that spot. So 600 times two, 1,200 people, but they had overcrowding. So there was times where they had three people in a cell designed for one person. Yeah. And you wonder why it was so crazy in there. Yeah, for sure. And then Joe and I were in the cell that, in solitary, we got to kind of just like wander around solitary for a little bit. Um, And we were in the cell that I was in when the lady got her gold bracelet ripped off when Mm -hmm. Zach Baggins was (laughs) was provoking. (laughs) (laughs) In the pitch dark and this lady got her gold. I mean, it wasn't like a little flimsy bracelet. It was Mm -hmm. like one of those thicker chain, like... Oh my God, got ripped off and went flying across the the hallway. 
scary. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I just, you know, it's just such a unique building. And and there's an active prison behind it, yeah. right? So, uh-huh. like, some of the, the um, windows, you are not allowed to take pictures mm-hmm. out of, you know, those windows. It's like a federal fence, like, you get caught. So, it was like, weird. Yeah, and I... I... Kept... All my boyfriends were out in the yeah. yard. I was trying to talk to them, but they were so far away behind some barbed wire. Barbed wire. And I looked out the windows and was looking at all them people, all those guys, and they all had the same color suits on, right. you know, the right. the white pants with the blue tops. And it was weird because they were all walking in a path, like on the sidewalks over there, and it almost seemed like they were all walking one direction. Yeah. And it kind of looks surreal to see all those people or all those men in the same clothing walking the same directions. You know, it's it's really, and you think about, I'm glad that we don't know what it's like, but to live that life where you're incarcerated. Uh, No, never going to happen, right? No. Never. But very haunting. Very, it's a, and, I was thinking, too, when we were doing that investigation in the um, sub-basement, I was actually going to say, if there's anybody from the other prison or the graveyard that wants to come over and talk to us, yeah, because I'm not positive, but I thought the graveyard was by the wing where Solitaire was. Um, I don't know. Some, no, I asked somebody, and they said that the gra- the prisoners were buried in the the cemetery down the road. Yeah, but remember Greg said it was a it's a private cemetery that's closed. Yeah. The public can't go to it because oh, it's on right. the prison grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But I don't have any clue where. But no. when I was down there, you know, we were well below where they bury. Yeah. I mean, we were yeah. probably 20 feet underground. Yeah. Because, or even more, because if you think about it, the way the prison is set up, you actually go down into the bullpen, and mm. then we went down even farther. Yeah. So I don't know. It was awesome. <laughs> It was cool. Yeah. And, you know, one of the fun parts, you know, when we were heading to Mansfield on Friday uh, was um, we went garage sailing. And I told you last week about the giant shoes I found. (laughs) Giant shoes. (laughs) We went to this other garage sale. And there was a dad and two kids sitting there, a teenage girl and younger, I don't know, brother or sister, can't remember. Sister. And so they saw our shirts, paranormal shirts, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're going up to the... um, the prison there's a paranormal convention and the guy's like oh it's a a um paramedic he's like i did you know tons of runs up there um you know i went one time for a triple stabbing and uh had to take care of the people up there and the girl's like can i tell you a ghost story i'm like yes of course <laughs> so she was telling us that her and her friends she had just gotten her license and they were coming home and she had just started driving, so she was, you know, not very uh, with it. But uh, she uh, got lost, and she ended up turning on this road. And she was driving down, driving down, thinking, oh, gosh, you know, maybe this leads into a different road. She ended up going down this road, and it was getting dark out. And the road turned into a one-lane road. Now, they went and kept going and kept going, and finally got to a point where they saw a cemetery. Yeah, the road just kept getting smaller and smaller until it was just a dirt path. And then she said it was just small enough to fit the car through. And then headlights turned on. Yeah. And was coming right at them. (laughs) 
And so they couldn't go anywhere because it was a one lane path. So they ended up, she had to back out in reverse all the way down this path, right? Mm -hmm. So the car kind of stood there and then it, they were yelling and taunting. There was other kids. They were yelling and taunting at her and stuff. And then she's just was like, I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. And so we just sat there and, and finally they just left. Well, it turns out the path that they went to was this little hidden cemetery and it's an abandoned cemetery and it's something called Mary Jane's grave. Well, she was just saying that, you know, the ghost of this Mary Jane appears at her grave, especially in the moonlight. And she said that they were so scared that her um, brother or friend or whoever, I think it was her brother, didn't sleep the entire night. He couldn't yeah. fall asleep. He was so scared what happened there. I was like, whoa, that's cool. So we were going to go check it out, but we just didn't have time. Yeah, we, we never did make just, it there. But it's not that far away. No, we can, we go can again. always. We can go back and look for giant shoes again. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, and that's what the thing was. I'll, she didn't say what happened with the other car of kids. Other than that they were just yelling at her okay. and, and yelling at them and trying to harass them and, and she just was ignoring them. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going to have none of that. So just a little bit about what I found here. It's Mount Olive Cemetery. Okay. And the grave is of Mary Jane Hendrickson. She was born September 22nd in 1825 and died March 3rd of 1898. Oh, wow. Okay, so it said an end of an era came last fall at Mary Jane's graves when a huge and famous spruce that marked her resting place sadly crashed down among the stones. It might have been appropriate if the scarred old tree had been taken out by a fierce storm, but it wasn't. It just fell over. So so it says here that the cemetery is um, profoundly isolated and is at the end of Tucker Road. If you go in, of course, you know, you may see headlights. It could be the sheriff. But um, there was possible rumors about um, this place being dark and scary because at the end of Possum Run Road, remember that was a road oh, we turned yeah. on, there was a um, car full of teenagers that wrecked and died. Oh. And some of the <laughs> um, victims have been seen in this little graveyard. So, you know, just a interesting little uh, snippet of when we do <laughs> we always get these stories at garage sales, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's a, they come to ours, we go to theirs. That's the best way, though. I know, but, you know, just to find out local legends, but to have somebody have a personal experience at one, that was really cool. So the thing about Possum Run Road is, is it ends at a very, very scary place. Walmart? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also, there is also a legend of Possum Run Road where a horseless um, carriage has been seen or oh. uh, had, you know, headless like, horseman carriage yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. On that road. Oh yeah. I'm looking at the map and it's actually pretty long country mm. road. Country roads. Take me home. Oh, yeah. Can Possum you Roger? Possum run road. Oh no, that's John. Possum run. <laughs> but anyways, no, that's our a crazy rambling about our yeah. ghost adventure. But you know, when you go to these towns, go to the cemeteries or talk to the locals. Cause you know, you're going to, you're going to find out like, all those like legend and lore type mm -hmm. places, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is go to these places, go to these small towns and talk to people. Like they say that the best thing to do is go to the small town diners. So that's why we like to go to the small town diners and talk to people and get chicken wings. and. Chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyhow, thanks for listening this week, folks. Um, like I said, great interview with Matt Sly. Matt Sly. Thank Love you, Matt And uh, let's leave with some destructive by 60 Second Crush. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye.